0: And to separate yourself, you really want to find moments that nobody else has had. And I think at Veritone, we have two things in our camp that really separate ourselves. And the first is we have people that have been you know, subject matter experts and who have been in licensing for over 10 years. And the second component is our technology. We have AIware, which is our operating system for AI. And the thing that's great about AIware is it has these things called cognitive engines, which each of them has kind of a different focus. But for example, one of them is transcription.
1: Veritone presents Adventures in AI, the podcast that dives into the many ways artificial intelligence is shaping our future for the better. I'm your host, Megan Minchev, and today I'm here with Jay Bailey, who is the vice president of entertainment licensing at Veritone. Jay and I will be discussing the role of content licensing and artificial intelligence when it comes to the media and entertainment industry and how film companies are able to bring life to those very compelling moments we as viewers see on TV. Welcome to the podcast, Jay.
0: Thank you so much, Megan. It's great to be here.
1: Awesome. So, content licensing. How about we just start there? Can you explain what it is, who uses it, just so we have a good foundation to go off with today's conversation?
0: Sure, definitely. Um, so, content licensing really, at the end of the day, is if if you have a creative project, whether it be a documentary, a feature film, a television series, often you know, you're producing and creating your own content, but you want to use um, third-party content. You want to use, say, an interview or a compelling sports moment. Um, You may want to use a quote from, like, a famous politician or whatnot. So here at Veritone, we're in a really interesting position. We're actually like a bridge between folks that are creating new content and what we call our content partners slash suppliers. We have the good fortune of being partnered with some of the premier names in sports and in news and in user-generated content, um, studio-produced content. So if folks want to use a moment, say, for example, from CBS News, say you're doing a documentary on um, President John Kennedy. And you wanted to use a moment from his his political time in office as president, or for when he was assassinated. There's obviously some iconic moments from CBS News that you may want to use. So we really take on the role of licensing that content on behalf of CBS News. You know, their goal is obviously to produce uh, compelling, award-winning news, which they've done for so long. So we take the licensing of their content, which is a, you know a big task. And we've had the good fortune of being with them for over 12 years. We license those moments for them to, um, you know, your documentary, your podcast, whoever may be interested in it. So we really serve, you know, two groups. We serve the content suppliers, um, the folks that have just great moments that they want to be able to monetize. So we help them in that regard. We help market their content so folks know what, what it's, where it is and where they can find it. Um, we actually put it up on our platform, which we call commerce. So folks can search it and find moments. And then we're we're licensing into anything you see on television, uh, anything you see on your Netflixes, your Hulus, your Amazon Primes, anything that would be in a podcast. We do a tremendous amount in advertising. Um, we're also, because of our sports libraries, uh, we do a lot in the world of sports. We do a lot of licensing to your sports channels, your sports networks, um, your sports documentaries. So that's really what's, what content licensing is all about.
1: That's really cool. So for instance... This podcast, if we wanted to use a clip from, I don't know, something related to sports or whatever the topic is that we're talking about right now, I could essentially take that, plop it in between our conversation and that's considered content licensing. Is that correct? (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a great example. And, and podcasting has obviously exploded. And I think one of the great things is as as things start to get more popular, you want to kind of um, make your podcast unique and you know separate yourself. And rather than have someone who might just be speaking on a topic, um, they can say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna highlight whether it be a great sports moment, maybe some audio call from like when an announcer did an amazing call on on a you know a basketball game, a football game, or if you wanted to get a quote from uh, you know a news story or something." a politician might have said, or um, a soundbite, you could come to us and uh, we'll go through, as you can imagine, a lot of these premium libraries want to approve the usage uh, within your podcast, but we would walk you through that process. We would um, you know, reach out to the supplier. We would then make sure that you have the correct rights um, because... And depending on your project, you know, you may want to distribute it worldwide. You may want to distribute it on a, a variety of media sources. Um, so we can walk you through that process, make sure you're getting the exact um, rights and clearances that you need, get all the permissions. Um, and then we would deliver the content to you. Um, so you would have the best version of that, a master quality version. So you could put it into your podcast.
1: What's the time frame that we're looking at? Say I reach out to you today and I need something by tomorrow? Is that realistic? (laughs) Or are you like, whoa, hold your horses here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, if there is if you know the exact moment, and we can walk you through it, we try to expedite um, as quickly as possible. As you can imagine, when you're dealing with um, whether it be a podcast or or a television series, there are breaking news stories, and there's things that people need immediately. We do all that we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, there can be times depending on the library too, um, depending uh, if the content is online, it could take anywhere from we could get it to you within a day, maybe even a few hours, or it could be, you know, two to three days um, to just get the approvals. Also, we walk through. Your, your, we make sure your, your legal agreement with us is is in good standing, and if you're a new client, we have to obviously get that set up. So there is some time involved, and we, we ask that you can give us as much time as possible. But of course, we want to expedite and get you the content and get you everything you need as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So you mentioned the ability to search and find compelling moments, whether that's through uh, TV, wherever. Um, so. Can we talk more about that? When and where someone would use this ability and how artificial intelligence is involved here?
0: To be candid, it's the biggest hurdle I think we find in our business is the ability to find what we call the hidden gems that you're looking for. Um, everybody can speak to how competitive media is now. So many people are creating content. So again, to separate yourself, you really want to find moments that nobody else has had. And I think at Veritone, we have two things in our in our camp that really separate ourselves. And the first is um, we have people that have been you know, subject matter experts who have been in licensing for over 10 years. It's a tight-knit group that really know, all the libraries that we have and all the nuances to those libraries. And the second component is our technology. Um, We have uh, AIware, which is um, our operating system for AI. And the thing that's great about AIware is it has these things called cognitive engines, which... um, each of them has kind of a different focus. But for example, one of them is transcription. So a lot of our content has audio that goes along with the video. And what we can do, which not everyone can do, is we can find moments by using transcription. If you're looking for a very specific moment that, for example, Nora O'Donnell, who's the current host of CBS Evening News, if she said something that was really intriguing, say about you know, the capital um the capital protest that went on last january we would be able to find that instantly with transcription and that's something that not everybody can do when i started in this business you know seems like decades ago you would really have to scan video i mean we used to have to even scan tapes when some some of the content wasn't digitized now i'm able to put that into our aiware and into our transcription and find moments instantly one of the things that's great about that is there's folks who are in pre-production who are building their documentary or or you know their podcast, or whatever they're doing, and they just want to find like really interesting moments and they don't know what they want. And that's where AIware and, and transcription and these other cognitive engines that we have can really help you find moments. And we can give you just a menu of assets that you can then look at and say, "Okay, I want to include this. This this really complements the narrative we're going with in our piece." And that's something that uh, we're really proud of. So when you look at it, it's it's our team that we can help that can help you find moments, but it's also our technology, which is really second to none.
1: You had mentioned uh, your the AI where Platform hosts a series of cognitive engines, and then you mentioned transcription. Are there any others within content licensing that we can tap into here?
0: Sure. There's also, there's a series of of different engines. Transcription is used so much because we really uh, are prominent in the news business. So the news audio is always going along with the video. But we also have facial recognition. Um, so if you're looking for a specific person, I remember somebody was looking to, to get Lyndon, Lyndon Baines Johnson, the former president, his chief of staff. So we would be able to use those cognitive engines and train by, by finding a photo of that person and search our content. If you just needed, you know, a video clip of that person, we would be able to use facial recognition. We also have object recognition. Uh, we worked on a son of Sam documentary not too long ago. And the folks wanted to find a specific moment, a specific gun, a specific, specific car we can find those moments instantly again using AI where using um, the object engine to be able to find these moments which again we used to have to scan and scan these assets which takes countless amounts of time which no producer or no no archival producer or researcher wants to do we also have uh, object we also have text recognition if if you know there was a moment for example during a debate where there was an interesting line that was on the screen, a text line that was on the screen, we could literally find that moment for you um, at a very expedited rate than we would ever be able to do in the past. So we're constantly building and using new engines and we'll always um, introduce those into licensing um, to try to kind of combat the things that are are the most difficult, which is obviously search and discovery and the time it takes often to find these moments.
1: Yeah, I love how much of a time saver it is. That's incredible compared to just even 20 years ago. I'm sure it's a huge difference. (laughs) What would you say is the most requested type of content that you get?
0: You know, we, we do have, like I said, we have news, we have sports, we have user-generated content, which is kind of new to us. We have some audio libraries that we represent. We have studio content. One of the things that I never knew, like when you watch a television program, you may see a restaurant or an establishing shot, say, of the Santa Monica Pier, and you think, oh, they go out and shoot that. Well, oftentimes they do not. They'll, they'll use folks like us to be able to find a moment, and, and we do quite a bit of that, but if I'm candid, because of the boom in documentaries, I would probably say our news footage, our news- sports footage is is the most popular um you know i know you and i have spoke uh, about Um, how popular true crime has become. It feels like we get requests every day for new true crime um, series that are coming. So news plays such an important role in that to drive those narratives and to drive those projects. Um, You know, an interview or a news segment covering an incident that may have happened is really imperative to being able to tell those stories. So I would probably say news and sports are are the two most. Um, We do a lot in the sports world with not only daily breaking news, you know, they have a magazine type shows that di- that air daily um, so they need their sports content quite a bit. So we license into those programs, your ESPN, your Fox Sports 1, your golf channel, all those kinds of uh, distribution sources. And then if, you know, those folks are now doing documentaries. So your 30 for 30s that you see, um, HBO Films, um, you know, the golf channel, they all do documentaries on the compelling figures in their in their respective sports and in their world. So they come to us for that content as well.
1: That's really neat. Yeah, if I mean, if it were up to me, I'd be asking you to send me all the true crime stuff because I am a huge true crime fan. So
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean really it's cool. it's unbelievable. Like I thought it would die down, but it doesn't seem to be dying down. Cause no. I, I literally this morning got one. And it's, you know, it's every story you can imagine and, and you know, every Uh, it seems like every distribution arm has some form of true crime. So it's uh, it's something that I don't think is going to go away anytime soon.
1: I hope not for, for my sake. (laughs) So what is, what is next for content licensing? Are there any big projects that you can speak to that's coming up maybe without naming names or anything at least? Yeah. I mean, you
0: know, every day we are able to work on really amazing projects. Um, There's a few projects that are up for Oscars this year that are, are, we were able to play, I think a key role in, um, you know providing content whether it be sports or news footage um there's some big movies that are premiering this summer uh, i'll share one which is elvis which is uh, pretty awesome and there's a great new trailer that's out that we licensed some content into and it looks amazing tom hanks is in it and uh, i can't wait to see it i just watched the trailer two nights ago and i got really excited and was very proud that we were able to play a small role in in providing them some moments that make make that trailer really compelling um so we're doing a lot of that we're doing a tremendous amount with you know the masters coming up we work with the masters golf tournament ncaa march madness we do it a lot in that world obviously do they do a lot of documentaries and a lot of kind of build up to that so we're always excited about that and we're even at the point where you know, we've been with some of our partners for so long that we've started to create content together. So we're we're doing a podcast that we'll be announcing fairly soon, where we're actually helping produce that content, uh, produce that podcast. And we're going to use moments from, you know, from a historical perspective that to help tell these stories of some amazing women um, in various fields. And that's something that we're really incredibly proud of. And people will be able to to check that out, and, and we'll have announcements on that very soon. So, yeah, there's just a lot going on. I mean, there's there's never been a time where we we're producing more content. When I started, it was really the you know the cable networks, and we had uh, you know the three major networks, well, four with Fox. Um, but I remember when I started, you know, Netflix, we were still getting DVDs in the mail. Uh, so with all the platforms that and all the content being produced every day is a different different challenge, and it's all exciting to see to see what what's being created.
1: Cool. Yeah, I am definitely intrigued on that podcast. So I can't wait until that drops. Thank you. So how would someone learn more about content licensing?
0: They can always reach out to us at licensing at Maritone.com via email. Our licensing site is uh, commerce.maritone.com. They can check out our website. You'll see all the partners we represent. There's some great videos there. It tells you a little bit about how the whole licensing process works. Sometimes the idea of going to get... You know, third-party content and to use it can be a bit of a daunting task, especially if you're not used to it. So, the great news is that we, you know, we've been together our group for a long time. We know all the nuances of this library, these libraries, so we can really walk through the process. We deal with folks who are just starting out to folks that have been, you know, producing and directing movies their whole lives. So, we can really speak to anybody. Yeah, we, we just want to make the process easy for you and help you create a really compelling project and that everyone will view. You know, we really support the creative community and we're here for whatever you need.
1: Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to share all this awesome information about content licensing and really shining the light on that topic. Because I, for one, didn't really know too much about it beforehand. So now I am that much more educated in it. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today about it.
0: My pleasure. Uh, It was great. Thank you so much, Megan. Anytime.
1: All right. And thank you to everyone out there for listening to Adventures in AI, the podcast that dives into the many ways artificial intelligence is shaping the future for the better. Talk with you next time.